The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Tornado sirens going off. I don't know if you can hear it in your car, but... Uh... And hopefully, hopefully. Is it a real tornado? I, yeah, tornado so warning for John for pulled up yes. the radar. It's not quite here yet, but we do have a we have a big spinny headed our way. Well, <laughs> what do I always say whenever it's bad weather? Drink up. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully everybody will be all right. It's not going to be a. No issues. We'll be fine, man. We're 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 uh, we're resilient. Yeah, and so we're Facebook Live on the Porch Talk page. So you're going to hear some background noise tonight, stuff you're not normally used to. Well, you're not normally used to watching Porch Talk, but right here we are. I'm Monk. Alan. Alan. You know him. You you may know me. Hopefully, you've listened to our episodes, but yeah, we're going to kind of be. Uh, we're just waiting to see. What we're gonna have, we're gonna wait around for about five minutes and we'll get going. So I'll just sit here and stare at you. Right. I had you on the telephone, said you won't be coming home. Heard you had to leave the state, said you won't be back someday. Well, now I can't wait. No, I think you should stay.
Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. This episode was recorded live at Munson and Brothers Trading Post. We have a beard garden. We have beard oils, balms, soaps, candles, t-shirts. And did I mention that we have a beard garden? This is an untapped in vinyl. All beer provided was beer sold here at Munson Brothers Trading Post. Beer Garden. Now, that was I Can't Wait by Star and Massey. There will be more songs played throughout. I'll tell you all about those at the end. Here we go. So, what all are you thinking as far as trying is what they have right there? Look on the table there. Um, I think we... Most definitely need to try that. Uh, I want the tiny bomb. Tiny bomb, yeah. Uh, the miracle worker from. Not yet. Uh, not no, yet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the miracle worker from uh, Yellowhammer. That's a solid beer. I had that the other night. Um, just one. So uh, there's a couple new ones over there. I think from we've Lazy had, we've Magnolia. We've done Devil's Harvest, haven't we? We have done Devil's Harvest. Yes, we've done. I think we've done Two Hearted. That's one of my my go tos. It's one so. of my solids. Um, I think we can get down on the fireside, the uh, Memphis Made, or the Catnap. The Catnap fireside's is good. Fireside's legit, well. but yeah, yeah. they're out of stock all around here. So oh, there like we go. The and same well, then we definitely have to drink it. And then there's a Stone uh, Scorpion Bowl IPA that I'm really fond of. Oh, I like it. Set the mood. <laughs> can we just kill it to where there's like no clicking noise, but still going? No, it's, it's, a, it's got I'll, it's I'll got little fan it's got it's got two settings. Yeah, all the way or no way. <laughs> on off. It's like my grandpa with the bass boat. It was all the way down. <laughs> or stop. Or stop. <laughs> yeah, I could do this. If you guys want to, want a fan? Yeah, can we put it down like back over here or something, or? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I got Where what might not hit the microphone? Because, you know, I got to wear my hoodies, like, all the time. Repping my Druid City Dames tonight. And my cat, because she left cat hair all over my body. Being needy. So. There we go. All right, I'm going to make you an admin. If you give me your phone, I'll send you So you get to see, like, the business end of stuff tonight. Business. Yeah, so like usually with an untapped in vinyl, there's like quite a bit of smoke breaks, and there's there's a bit of this. There's always and my cat jumps up on the table constantly because we normally do it at my house. I think uh, other than than like um, is that gonna work? You're able to to stream it with yours. Well, I'm picking up you. Yeah, just just share that to your page, right? Wouldn't that work? Yeah. I don't know if I can. I'll give it a shot. Right on. Figuring out Facebook tonight, too. Lots of new stuff happening. So, we'll, well, we'll get started here shortly. Maybe I can host a watch party. There you go. All right, so the tornado sirens have stopped. That's a good thing. Yeah. We've not had to take shelter by, by the refrigerator here, so. Yeah. Don't throw the beer out and jump in. <laughs> Grab the beer and run, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm giving up. All right, man, let's go ahead and uh, let's get it going. All right. All right, so welcome you to an untapped in vinyl. We're here at Munson & Brothers Trading Post slash Beer Garden. Uh, to plug a little bit about Munson & Brothers, it's an apothecary. They make 
beard oils and balms and candles. Recently got a, uh, we're going to help Victory out, right? We're going to do some kind of fundraiser with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, is the candle class going to be a thing? We're, I'm working on a candle class. We're working, we're going to have water coloring classes. We're going to have, yeah. uh, this one lady's going to teach mindfulness and how to meditate. Yeah. Uh, we got yoga on Mondays. Yoga is happening. Plus yoga is Monday. There's a church meeting here on Sundays. Um, so a little bit of everything for everybody. There you go. Church Hope Church meets here on Sundays. Uh, we got Honey Boy and Boots coming on November seventh. There's a there's a lot to talk about right now. Is it? Lance Cooper's playing Friday night. Is there a calendar available? On your website? There's one right outside the door. Right outside the <laughs> We have one outside the door, and we're working on trying to get the communication out. Right now, it's kind of a week-by-week -week basis. We just, we're just putting everything we can. Yeah, on the socials. As many events as possible, so follow us on Facebook, Instagram. And they can get 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 to there from MunsonandBrothers.com. That's right. So check out MunsonandBrothers.com. Thanks, or you can just stop by and see us tonight, 301 2nd Avenue North here in Columbus. Yeah. So there you go. This is uh, this is untapped in vinyl. We uh, we learned early on to uh, talk about beer first. Very much so. So uh, we're kind of back to uh, was this the very first episode beer? No stranger to the the ghost in the machine. I I think it probably was. I don't know. I mean, we'd have to go back and listen to the first. Step. What are we on now? Like. Like 18 or something? 12 or 13, yeah. 12 or 13, okay, I thought it was more than that, but yes, Ghost in the Machine, solid beer. I mean, if you've ever listened to an episode of Untapped and Vinyl, it's definitely mine and Al's favorite beer. And what, had, it, right? what it is when it comes to an IPA is, uh, that's the standard. I feel like it's, we always judge it. For, for, for a, a hazy IPA, I yeah. would say. I would yeah. say, and we've had them on before, Druid City Brewing Company's Lamplighter, my standard for IPAs. It's a good floral fruity. I'd this here, obviously very hazy in, in color. Yeah, um, you can actually see the beer this time. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's made by Parrish Brewing Company out of, uh, what part of Louisiana? I forget. Broussard, Louisiana. Um, That's a solid 10 out of 10. Very much so, and it's available here. Uh, everything we'll be drinking tonight is available here at, uh, at Munson and Brothers. And they've got uh, pint glasses with their, well, you can't really see it because of the phone, but they've got their logo and everything on it. So <clears throat> you have to stop on by and grab you one. We'll be sampling several beers throughout the night. Don't really know for all the breweries that will take part in the last half of the show how well it will get representative, but it may be kind of crazy. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> all right, man. To kick this off, uh, you and I are no stranger to the blues. Uh, just right up there is Catfish Alley. Yes. And, I mean, we got some blues markers. We are in the heart of the blues. We're in the state of Mississippi. Yep. There's, there are two blues markers in, in Columbus. One's by uh, basically in a vacant lot where a lot of uh, blues musicians stayed. Um, I cannot remember. That's where I started when I did the, the blues trail, Mississippi blues trail, um, about three, four, five, four years ago. Let's go there for a second, man. Like just to—I uh, know we talked about it in the past, but just to tell people a little bit about the Blues Trail is uh, we got these blue markers set up all over the state of Mississippi. There's a few in Alabama, and then there's like what a couple in there's, the UK. There's uh, there's a couple in France. There's one in Norway. Okay. The one in Norway is actually the first one that was ever placed in Europe. Who's who placed it? Uh, yeah, they have a big blues festival over there. Ah, okay. uh, that yeah, that they do, and a lot of our our blues guys went over there and played. 
Yeah. But yeah, just back to you for a second, man. Just about uh, the blues trail. What made you want to do that? Just my love for the blues. I mean, growing up in Mississippi, I guess I was always surrounded by the blues, or it was always a thing that people talked about. Um, I guess at some point, I just I said I started listening to it. My friend John Andrus, he had a guitar, and he was a really good slide blues player. Yeah. And so we started doing Robert Johnson songs. Was this back when you was playing bass? No, this was back when I was in high school. Okay. Um, and then there used to be, on the public radio station here, there was a blues hour. Um, and then there was uh, this collection, I think it was Tomato Records, released this collection of cassettes, and they were always really cheap. With all, And it was just like collections of different blues artists, like Louisiana Red, Roosevelt Sykes. So I got to know all of these blues artists really young. Um, yeah. Just by choice, because it was just something that I, I listened to and I heard and I loved. I mean, of course, everything kind of got started by going through my mother's 45 collection and, and learning people like, you know, people that kind of lean back and rely on the blues, like the Rolling Stones, CCR, you know, the Beatles. It's it, kind of that whole that was, uh, first wave of, of, of British musicians. I walked back to the blues that way. Uh, it started with me, like, listening to... Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, and then, you know, uh, Mick Jagger, I mean, he'll always point back that way. Oh, yes. And uh, when you get back to the root of rock and roll, I mean, you're going to be looking at the blues right in the face. Oh, most definitely. And along with a lot of other genres, uh, <coughs> punk even. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's... there's punk, I mean, is, punk is just blues and fast forward? I've heard it said like that. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. I've never heard that before. But I mean, even to look at you know bands like you know the Black Keys, one of your favorites, the White Stripes, one of my favorites. I mean, that that all it's all blues music, yeah. you know, in in some way, shape, or form. And then that kind of goes back to to um, gospel music, which kind of that is kind of all mingled in with bluegrass music. So and then you could bring in a little soul. Yeah, you bring in your soul. Yeah, but I mean that all comes from gospel music as well. So, but we have a movie called "Old Brother War Out Thou" and uh, other movies and just uh, pop culture in general and just our culture here in Mississippi. Uh, there's a story about a crossroad. There is a story about a crossroad, and uh, and I've got some stories to tell you. I've talked with a good friend of mine. We'll we'll just keep, go ahead. And I wanted to. I didn't want to debunk the mythos the mythicism of it all, but um, I do want to shine a little light on it because I'm not I'm not going to say that he didn't sell his soul at the crossroad, but uh, I'm more led to believe that he met up with someone like Sunhouse or someone older uh, that did know a lot about guitar that really took Robert under his wing, even in that documentary that we watched. Uh, who yeah. taught him? Remember, it was going out and playing in those old graveyards with those old haints or ghosts or however you yeah. want to put it that uh, they talk about the transformation of Robert Johnson so man just those uh, stories well I'll, t I'll tell you my story this comes from my friend she's an artist she lives here in Columbus she spent time you know all over um, Sharon McConnell Dickerson she does um, what they call blues casts and she has taken over 40 blues musicians she's cast their face in caster and or what is it plaster and yeah basically displays them she'll be on display at the columbus arts council in columbus in the month of april 2021 <clears throat> and i was talking with her she spent a lot of time with robert lockwood jr who robert lockwood jr was four years older than robert johnson robert lockwood jr's huh he saw it all in. yeah robert lockwood's mother married robert johnson so growing up he was around robert johnson a lot 
He played guitar. He learned how to play guitar from Robert Johnson. Um, and the st story he tells about the crossroads, and this is straight from Sharon. He told Sharon this when, when she was casting him. He goes, Sharon, I tell you what, walk out the front door of my house. And you take a right. Walk down Division Street or whatever street it was. Capitol Street, whatever. I think it was Division. Walk, walk down there to go to the go to the, the corner of of Capitol and Division. That's the damn crossroads. Oh yeah, the, he, and, the marker and, and everything is not in the right place. Yeah, and then and then he said crossroads. Shit. <laughs> he said there was never any crossroads. The story, and I think the movie that you and I watched, uh, Up Jump the Devil or whatever the movie was yeah, about yeah. Robert Johnson that we watched, the story is that he went with a friend of his named um, Ike Zimmerman, and they went to the graveyards and would sit on the tombstones, and he taught Robert how to play guitar. So he toured, he, he moved around a lot with Johnny Shines, um, Willie Brown, his friend boy Willie Brown. Mm -hmm. He moved around a lot with uh, Sun House. But none of those guys, those guys were just kind of first getting started, so I don't think that they really had honed their skills at that point. So, so Robert I mean, was above them? No, 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 because the story goes that Robert was a horrible guitar player. Right. Whenever he would come in and Willie Dixon or whoever would be playing, they'd be like, man, get on out of here. You can't play guitar. Uh -huh. You can't play guitar. Uh -huh. And so he disappeared for like two years, and nobody saw him. And then all of a sudden he comes back and he's the best guitar player any of them have ever heard. And I mean, he's even now got Jimmy Page and Eric Clapton and whoever else, you know, singing his praises. Yeah. I mean, was it Led Zeppelin went out to that crossroad and got some of that dirt in a jar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stories. yeah. And the crossroads at Clarksdale are not exact, the exact position. There's a, um, a railroad track that runs through it and a little space off of that mm -hmm. there is where the actual crossroads used to be but there is a really cool marker with a bunch of guitars on it and stuff like that that's really cool anything else to say about the blues? that's what I'm going to say That's and I'm sticking to it um, <laughs> well man yeah. I have spent uh, the past two months it's been about every weekend I've spent uh, my weekends in Birmingham totally jealous and uh not just specifically highlighting Cornelius Chapel, but I have been able to spend some time in Oil Elegante, and I've really gotten to know the music scene of Birmingham, and um, just over the past weekend, I've uh, got a lot of material to cover with Cornelius Chapel. And so, uh, man, just to open up uh, just a little bit about Cornelius Chapel. I mean, it started out, what, uh, you and I both, it was... It was Elliot McPherson. It was something to give uh, the Dexatines an outlet. Yeah, yeah, because they put out their first two records on another label. started with an E, but they put out their first two records on that. And then I think uh, Elliot McPherson and Wes McDonald got together and was like, hey, let's start this record label. Wes Newby's in there somewhere, too. I don't, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know how and it so all, they started, I don't know how it all comes They together. started Cornelius Chapel. And now they're putting out some of the best records. I mean... It's kind of showing you the best of Birmingham, but I think some of these artists are not even all from Birmingham. They're not. Yeah, they're yeah. Not. I mean, like Austin Lucas is not from Birmingham. I know that for sure. Oh, he's got visuals. Start with that. Oh, my gosh. Sarah Lee Langford. This record right here. So That's high praise, man. So I had uh, Katie Mulfield and Adrian Marmalejo. Um, they both play in... Such a good... You so jealous you got a vinyl copy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had to. Um, they both play in Buckle Bunny. 
Yes. And which Adrian plays with early James. You'll have uh, you'll meet Adrian yeah. when we have early yeah. James up at the Arts Council. But, February. Um, Adrian 5th. plays bass for a lot of people. And when I had both of them on the podcast, it was like um, my second or third trip up to Birmingham, and I was like, "Tell me the best Birmingham records out right now." And there was no pause. It was Sarah Lee Langford, Two Hearted Rounder. This. This right here. Yes. So you had her on your podcast, I and I have not listened to the podcast yet. But when you posted about her, I went and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna check it out because that's typically what I do whenever you put out a news." And I was enamored with the record. So, dude, uh, the title track "Two Hearted Rounder" uh, it is my favorite track. Uh, Big Women. Uh, those were the two songs that she shared for the podcast. It just so happens to be my two favorite songs off of the album. Um, but solid front to back. Yes. Uh, I've got no complaints with that. I listened to it through and through. And, I mean, just... Okay, right here. You got an all-star cast of people on it. You got Will Stewart on guitar. Uh, Ford Boswell, he was... If you've listened to the early James episode, he was on that. Uh, He plays pedal steel. Uh, Brian Gosden on drums. I want to say Keelan Parrish is from Lee Baines, I think. Okay, I know Lee. <laughs> That's it. I, I know. Lee. I think I think he's from the. It's him yeah. or Brian that was from the uh, Glorifiers. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, that, that's a pretty good all star cast to make a record with. It's a solid record. Again, Sarah Lee Langford, y'all check that out. So uh, can I? Can I? Can I go next? Yeah, you go next. <laughs> that's not out of Cornelius. That came straight from uh, Taylor Hollingsworth house. Well, dang. <laughs> well, why is why do I always associate him with? Cornelius Chapel. I guess because of the blips. The blips, the blips will be on there. Yeah. Okay, well well, aside from Cornelius Chapel, Taylor Hollingsworth new <laughs> record. Country Visions. I played it on Indies Only on Alt One O One Seven. It is uh it it's gonna make it into my top ten of twenty twenty, without a doubt. Definitely. I remember what was it, about a month before the record came out, he sent you and I um through Dropbox. Check it out. Yep. So we could go in yes. and share it. And one cool thing I think about this record that's not about every other record he has, he did every instrument except for the harmonica. Oh, Man Downtown. Yep. Yeah, yep. on Man Downtown. So yeah. you got to check it out. Country yeah, because usually when I, think about, when I think about Taylor now, when I think about drums, I think about the Ross dog. Yeah, I, I sure, figured sure. it's going to be Ross playing drums. But, you know, like you said, uh, with the exception of the harmonica, it was all Taylor. And you got everything... Uh, I mean, from Bedtime Blues, which is very bluesy, Man Downtown, more rock and roll. Head in the and, Oven. And, yeah. Which I at, played the mess out of on Indies Only. And as you move on through, like Head in the Oven, it, it, like the the style and genre of the album shifts the entire way through. It's a good uh, it's a good rider. If you're in your car, it's... So it all kind of, like every song kind of has an old school country lean. Is that maybe Country Visions? That's, that's my take. Yeah. Gotcha.
you got now you got will stewart coming up i do i have that fine record at my house will stewart uh county seat uh that is why i brought this book to of uh, on track three brush arbor mm-hmm. brother carl is going to come by to save my soul paraphrase i messed it up but that's brother carl salvation on sand mountain snake handling and redemption in southern appalachia so that good makes- old alabama Yes, exactly. Um, and there's a lot of that going on up in South Alabama. And that brings me to, to just give a shout-out to, to uh, one of our favorite beers that's been on this show. The Snake, Snake Handler. Handler. <laughs> from from Good, People. Good People Brewing Company up in Birmingham. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, man, I, I borrowed this book from a, a buddy of mine last night right when I got home. I, I needed to work on a podcast, but... Um, Instead of picking out songs and working on the podcast, I started Start reading. reading the book. And before I knew it, I was 50 pages in. And I was like, oh, time's getting away from me. i got to get to work. And, yeah. I mean, when I got done, I went right back into it. And I'm like a quarter of the way through it. That's a very quick read, man. It's interesting. Well, I mean, because what's crazy is if we got in the car right now and we drove two hours that way, we would be on Sand Mountain. We would be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a piece of history. And they still do it today. Like that guy, I mean, the big story of this is about Brother Carl is um, he's in jail now for attempted murder. He took the uh, poisonous snakes home, and he tried to uh, get the snake to bite his wife. And she got bit multiple times, but she lived. 
and eventually it got reported, investigated. He got arrested, but he got put out on bail, and I think he preached two more times. It's on YouTube, and you can actually go and watch those sermons. Wow. <laughs> yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy, man. Uh, and I highly recommend the book. Like I said, I'm, I'm only a quarter of the way through it, but, dude, it, it is a trip. And, I mean, it's a part of Christianity. Like, I mean, when you talk about, like, uh, I, they, they get uh, their main portion of it from Mark when Jesus says, you know, you'll be able to handle vipers and, and poisonous vipers. And, uh, I mean, they literally, they took it straight to heart. Straight to heart. I ain't touching those things. <laughs> nope. It was crazy. It's like, okay, so in a, it was fun. <laughs> we were talking about this last night. Uh, the, the guy I brought the book from, this, this is funny. He's, so 2% of Americans die from a snake bite every year. I think we found the 2%. Like, yeah. Literally, like, when you when you go to, like, look up, like, people dying and you look up where and, like, how, it's usually... <laughs> it's Sand Mountain. <laughs> what are we bringing next, man? I'm ready for it. I think I'm going to go... Um, I mean, you want to go IPA? What do you want to go? We've got a selection here you can't see um, on the on the, the podcast, on the uh, live. I think we need to go that Scorpion Bowl. Let's do it. From, from Stone Brewing Company. Um, good, solid, really floral IPA. Scorpion Bowl IPA from Stone Brewing Company. <clears throat> I mean, I'll never say a bad word about Stone. And by the way, if y- if y'all want to jump in, I mean, microphone's hot that way. If y'all want to hop in, it's on y'all. Yeah, no pressure. Maybe step into the middle of the room or something if y'all want to ask a question or anything like that. We've got a few. Our, our correctus. Yeah, or yes, yes, definitely do. Because especially like about thirty minutes from now, when we've had like four beers. Might need a little correcting because we may be a little off. I did write notes today, though. Got me a handy little. 
Yeah. I love how we gotta do this every time the Facebook Live while yeah, we're recording I, I, it. I think so. <laughs> a little show and tell. Yeah. But I just uh, I guess jumping back on to um, County Seat, man. I I, I truly uh, truly enjoyed this entire record, man. It's uh, I'm a big fan of Will Stewart. He's a big fan of a Telecaster, and uh, that 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 order, Telecaster. that order to tell you enough because uh, that's my that's my favorite guitar. Well, let's talk about some records that I know we don't have here. As I did my research, <clears throat> my buddy Brian out of Winfield and the Dirty Clergy, their new record is out on Cornelius Chapel. That's true. And I would recommend if you go and listen to the Dirty Clergy to go back into their catalog and listen to their record before this one. Um, also, I've what, been. What did the latest one? It came out. It, it was a little. It was different. It's kind of. It's kind of. What is the the word? Stargazer kind of. Uh, that, yeah, that is. You the know. Um, but the one record that I want to talk about. Well, I'm no, we're talking about records that we don't have right here. Um, Ooh, I'm going to give that a four. A four? Yeah. That's it? Well, let me... Is that like... What do we say, man? Like what do we say? We like weren't going to start with IPAs, and we yeah, started we, with a hazy IPA. So, the way it goes, if you're not a beer drinker, if you ever go to a beer tasting, and they lay your beers out in front of you, always drink your IPAs last, because IPAs by nature are palate killers. So you always want to try every other beer first, then get to your IPA. We almost always <laughs> seem to start with the IPAs. So who the hell knows at the end of the day when, when our podcast is done, who knows if, if we're rating these beers right. So I'm going to give Ghost in the Machine uh, that's a solid five plus. Um, I'm, I'll go four with you on this one. I'm not impressed. Are you, well, let me, not, say, let me, let me say, like, four is pretty high to be not impressed with a beer. Out of ten? Out of five to ten. Well, well, I thought we were going to five. That's what I. That's what I. No, I, I, I okay, Fine, we'll go five. But okay, Ghost in the Machine's a five. I got to redo this. Okay, what's that? Let me sit with it for a little while. Yeah, you got you, at least three sips to get your palate adjusted. I've had this before, so I've got my. If you're going proportionally, it would be a two out of five. Right? It would be a four out of ten. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I might say two and a half. I'll 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 sit at a comfortable. 3.75 on this one right here. I wouldn't buy a six-pack of it. <laughs> well, excuse me. I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> Please and thank you. been watching Rick and Morty? No, no. I've been watching too much Letterkenny, man. That stuff has gotten Ooh. into my dang head. Hey, it will. It will. Uh, how are you now? <laughs> and uh, any, any, anytime I hear somebody say, to be fair, I just wait for to the course. To be fair. To be fair. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, Robert Johnson. Do you really have a wife that passed? Robert Johnson? I don't know if he was ever married. No, he was married. He was married to Robert Lockwood Jr.'s father, Robert Lockwood, which Robert Lockwood Jr. never liked to be called Jr. He always just wanted to be called Robert Lockwood. He didn't like the Jr. because his dad was just a dude. You know, he wasn't a blues singer or nothing, so there was no need to attach the Jr. when he performed. So he was always Robert Lockwood. I so just Cornelius Chapel all together you, you got yeah you got a record that, over there I people years that he did oh sorry he, he had lost his wife and that's when he went away and then he came back but so the story I understand was he got married to a woman I don't know if this was Robert Lockwood's wife he got married to a woman and, and he got her pregnant but her father 
did not like Robert Johnson. So he, yeah, he didn't approve oh, of the music. It, yeah. So it. he, when Robert came to see his son, and the son tells the story about how, and it may have been Robert Lockwood Jr., tells the story about how he came to the window to see his daddy, and his grandfather was blessing him out and telling him to get out of there. That's toward the end of that documentary. Yep. Yep. That, that's what made it real sad, man, because yep. Robert couldn't even see his own son. Yep. But he loved his that's right. Yep. Well, I mean, you got you got to think about it, right? It's like, can you imagine, like going to these old juke joints and, you know, deep South Mississippi and being laughed away by the guys you probably idolize? And at first, I mean, you're hopping on that stage and they're telling you to get off, and then he disappears and hones his music, comes back and it's just better than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it has to be right. Like I mean, I, you you've heard the expression "he'd rather do fill in the blank than get laid." I mean, I I would I would say that would be Robert Johnson, right? It's like he'd rather have music, right? Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, most that's definitely. The best form of revenge. Yeah, that's it. Like I'd rather watch. And you can't deny it. Like I'd rather watch a fire pit than just about anything in this world. <laughs> I could watch fire burn all day long in a fire pit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Cornelius Chapel. Yeah. Um, back to the chapel. The animalism, the new record from oh, people years. from People Years. Now I don't know where I got this. I think I I got this record, and I hope I'm in frame. Um, I got this record just delivered to me somehow through email, and uh, Wes McDonald, one of the guys from uh, Cornelius Chapel, he plays on this record. This is one of I'm going to add this with Taylor Hollingsworth on one of the best records, and I think it was released this year. I it may was. be wrong. Okay, it this was, is a. It was early this it's year. It's called Animalism, People Years. Check that record out if you have you listened to it in depth, or you probably not because it's still wrapped up. No, this is my other copy. Your other copy. Yeah. So you have listened to it. Yeah. You like it? Oh, I wouldn't brought it up. I wouldn't brought it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't have brought it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with this. Yeah. So on Indies Only, I played. Um, oh my gosh, who would ever put silver? I can't read. Yeah, that. I, yes, it's hard. So That's yeah, what I was There's two songs like... on there I played. Um, the last song I know I played. Animal tags and fear culture. Maybe? Fear culture, and then the second or third song. False starter, or commonly known. Commonly known are go. the two songs I played on Indies Only. So if you're a fan of Indies Only, you may have heard those two songs. If not, check out that uh, People Years record because it is a, it's a it's a banger. It's a 2020 banger. And there's not been a whole lot about 2020 that banged, really. <laughs> really, <laughs> I mean, music-wise, there has been. Um, and we can we'll go to the new Lucero track anytime you want to, Al. <laughs> Let's go and go. But but I know but I'm just to. gonna say. Um, in the past two weeks, we've lost two prolific songwriters, country songwriters. Shaver. Billy Joe Shaver today and Jerry Jeff Walker last week. And yeah, 2020 can pretty much proper. F off. <laughs> F off. We yeah. got to keep it. Yeah, proper like. <laughs> keep it I mean, proper for you. Yes. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah, you had to help me out there. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the new Lucero song. Go for it. I let you start. Have you listened to it? No. Well, then we can't it. talk about it. We'll have to talk about it next time. Well, we can talk about it. You can talk about it. You told me a little bit about it. You said, uh, has your feelings changed on it? 
All right, so I guess because let me tell you to, this: what I I have seen non Lucero uh, fans come out and praise this song. Really? Yes. Non Lucero fans. These are people. If they were Lucero f- fans, they were closet fans. Because I've known these people, and I've never rode in their car and heard Lucero. Does, does that make sense? Sure, sure, sure. And I'm telling, they love it. They are with it. All right, so like I'm still hung up on back in like Lucero with uh, uh, "Kiss the Bottle" and you know all the way. That's a cover song, but yeah, yeah, I don't care. But I mean that—that's what yeah. I, I'm still hung sure, up on. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, the, the yeah when when before but you ben know Lucero, yeah, all deep and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta wait. I gotta catch up with Ben. Then I'll start living my life with Lucero. You know, I mean, for a while there, I guess when I was married, I was living my life with Lucero. But you know, I mean, now I'm not married and. I'm not on the road, and it's just, I don't know. This song. So this this album, this song, from gosh, what you I don't want to have to do this. It's about missing home? Missing friends? I don't even know, dude. Okay. Like, I listened to it, like, three times the first day it came out, and I put it on my Instagram feed, and, and for everybody. You gave like, it such a bad remark, got, and you're, you're over here questioning me I've if I listen to it. Lucero's logo tattooed on my arm, extremely big. When I met Ben from Lucero, <laughs> he looks at it and he goes, that's a big one, you know. I mean, he was like, he was like, and then I felt like a total no, fan. No, no, boy. no, no. And he was like, "So, do you like any other bands but Lucero?" No, no, no. That was Brian Venable. I was sitting at a table with Brian Venable, the, the guitar player, and he goes, and I'm sitting there, and he can obviously see because I got my sleeves rolled up. He can obviously see my tattoo, and he goes, "So, do you like any other bears, any other bands, um, other than Lucero?" And points to my arm, and I'm like. I just want to get this covered over now. I don't really ever want to show anybody this. But I'm a huge Lucero fan, and I've got to go back and spend more time with it. I'm sure I'm going to love it. Every record has been completely different than the first couple when they stopped being a, a punk rock, country, whatever kind of band they started out as. I don't know if um, it was a rockabilly. I, I, think, even... I think it's just, like, it's just like the fact, like going back to the, the, the 90s, whenever Metallica put out the Black record. Oh, that was the last... Metallica album that was... Well, Metallica had grown up. And I think a lot of us as fans, I think we forget that these... They don't want to play the same old heartbreak music because they're not heartbroken all the time. So why would Ben Nichols sit down and write a song about, oh, poor sad me, let's get drunk and pass out and drink cigarettes, you know? Why would he do that, you know? Now, when he's got a a wife and he's got kids and stepkids and he's living his life in Canton, Ohio and just loving it, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess I need to pull that into consideration when I listen to new Lucero stuff. I've done it in the past. I did it with their last two records. So yeah, but it's it's still a solid Lucero record. But I just think the lyrics fall short for Ben Nichols. I would I would not want to tell him that to his face. Honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't. But I want to go to the next Lucero block party, and I want you to mention that. But by that time, I'm sure. Yeah, because sure he's always happen. out on the smoking patio. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I, I bet, I bet you spend. Yeah. I bet you spend enough time with that album to change your mind. Well, when the record comes out, it comes out on. Um, I thought I wrote it down, January twenty something other. Also. So we got a little, we got a little time, and I'm going to be playing be the song. I'm going to be playing the song on Indies Only this Saturday night from nine until midnight on Alt 1017. You can get to it from alt1017.com or download the Alt 1017 app. Um, I'll be playing it on the show so you can kind of get a feel of it see what you think about it and then of course you can just let us know right on so we, we hit Lucero okay
Man, I don't want to spend any kind of time here, man, but I'll tell you this is, uh, and they're about due for a new album, I would guess, 2021. Uh, I think they did a social media post the other day that was kind of hitting at it. Band of Horses. Uh, that's my favorite band. There you go. Yeah. Uh, just just from their beginning album up to now, the sound has changed, I would say, a minimal amount. Um, content's fairly much the same. I don't know, but those guys, like I would say, as far as, uh, like, getting known and prominent. Man, those guys had to be mid-30s pushing 40 before they even, you know, were blowing up. Yeah. And so, like, that, that'll that probably be the sound that you get until they get, until they're done, you know? If they're, they're, at, they're at the point in their life where they're yeah. going to be where they're for gonna a be. good, yeah. good yeah. damn long while. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, I love it, dude. Like, oh, uh, the Great Salt Lake is probably my favorite song by them. And, I'm, you know, I grew up playing baseball. Oh, the funeral song. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's my that, that's their That's their, their hit. Big yeah, hit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But uh, also, No One's Gonna Love You is another one. Oh, yes. That's a freaking awesome You know, that's song. always yeah. in Zombieland. Did you know that? You, seen that movie? you saw that one time. Yeah, it was a good, cool yeah, movie. So I liked that, it. Yeah, so that was the movie where uh, I always call him uh, Martin Zuckerberg. Somebody help me out. Who's It's uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Um, you know, right there, he finally got the girl that lived across the hall to come into the apartment, but she got bit by, and then No One's Gonna Love You comes on, and he wakes up. It's Mountain Dew. Cold red. And, you know, and he, and he wakes up, and she's a zombie, and he's got to take care of her with the top of the toilet. <laughs> 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 but uh the top of the toilet alright that's the first segment we're going to take a little break the first song that you heard was Leaving Hearts Alone by Taylor Hollinsworth you can find that on his album Country Visions the second song was Brush Arbor by Will Stewart on his album County Seat when we talked about snake handling North Alabama Sand Mountain and the folklore and the reality of what's going on right there in that area. We're going to pull out of this break with No One's Gonna Love You by Band of Horses. I commissioned Justin Peter Kinkleschuster to cover. Here it is. One, two,
Back to Cornelius? Where, where do you want to go from here? We can go to, back to Cornelius. I mean, because there's so many other good records. Um, the the Dree Lear record. This is yours, too, by the way. Is it? The Terry Ohms record. Yeah. Um, Terry is the kind of alter ego of Wes McDonald. That's correct. This re- I was actually going to bring this up right here. Um, the Smooth Sailing Forever record from Terry Ohms. I listened to this all day at work today. I told you. I didn't. <laughs> what, what was your favorite song? I the, 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 the Curse the, of the Bat no, and Sadness, Ar- but when you get down here. Artificial get, Waterfall, I okay, think, was okay. the one I remember as okay, my favorite. Okay, that's track two. Yep. But dude, when you get right here, I think it's about track five, and all the way down, it's like the sound of the album changes. Yes, it does. Um, which is, I mean, Terry Ohm's stuff kind of goes like that, yeah. though, you know? Um yeah, and that's it's really all I can say. It's just it's a great record. I listened to the entire thing today at work, and I would catch myself because I would get involved in work because I have a, a kind of a desk job during the day when I'm not doing radio and hanging out with him. <clears throat> I I um would like catch myself like getting involved in work and then go back and be like, who the hell's this? Because I'm I'm used to at work listening to like playlists of different artists and stuff, and it was it was kind of that kind of record where it felt like I was listening to a playlist because it was the first couple songs really hit along together, you know. So this you is are, mine. I think what uh, I, need, <laughs> I, I, I need to look. I don't sure. think you gave me a copy I, of that. I think I'm, I gave you all the copies that I was going. Oh, I, I well, think I've shoot. already got you. But you should you should get it soon. You're hooked, I should. You're hooked uh, up now. Yes, Wes has messaged me, but I can't get to my phone. Fair enough. There's a little <laughs> bubble at the bottom. But, uh, we talked um, Terry Ohms, like Terry Ohms and like why Terry Ohms. You know, before that, uh, he was up in Athens. Uh, he moved up there to do some music. You'll hear all about it when this podcast drops. By the way, it drops Tuesday. Uh, you'll hear that episode. But um, For those of you outside the South, that's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I said it <laughs> proper, but uh, you said it proper for where we are, man. Yeah. One in Rome. That's Tuesday. Uh, but you'll hear you'll hear all about like his moving around in different bands, and so they were the Ohms first, and then from that uh, was born Terry Ohms, and then he has an album uh, called Terry Ohms Plays Wes McDonald, and he come up with this whole story that he I told. Heard of that. Yeah, he, yeah, I've got the. I'll, I'll bring that to you. It's, yeah. it's cool. Uh, it's a cool album. And people started buying in, just like, so who is this Wes McDonald? It's me. And like, it was like a total bridge. Like it was yeah, two yeah, different yeah. personality types, you know. Yeah. And so he's like, I kind of tried to get away from that. And Terry Ohms has a lot of records out, but yeah. let me draw you back to whenever Indies Only was a thing, um, first time around back in uh, 2003, 2004, 2005 on Z100.5. Um, he put out a record called The Guest that I played. Phenomenal record. So go dig back into Wes McDonald's catalog. Don't just do Terry Ohms. Go like listen to uh, both of them. I think I, like yeah, I brought a Vulture Whale. And then he's a member of Vulture Whale as well, which I freaking love. Mm-hmm. The record with the building on the front cover, is that the one you got? I don't remember the title of it. I've got it on vinyl. Now this is a different Oh, one. yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't have that one. I've not heard that one. I've got the, I've got the one you're talking about the house, but yes. I, I, brought, I spent I spent a lot of time with this one. I haven't spent as much time with that one, um, but I don't know. Trade hands, man. I'll let you talk about this one. You probably know more than I. The Bohannons. I don't know about this record from the Bohannons, but the Bohannons 
are just a solid freaking dirty rock band. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the only way I know to describe. You know it. what's I mean, crazy about that label is like they fit on that perfectly. To oh, me, most, like when I think definitely. when I think Cornelius Chapel. Yes, because in my opinion, and I think we've talked about this before, every label to me has a sound. You know, think about back when I was growing up, Wax Tracks was an industrial label, and so everything that came off of Wax Tracks Records, I kind of expected, or I hear in my head, or I see the name, and I think it's going to sound a certain way. And Cornelius Chapel, I think that's one of the things they do well, is that they showcase all of this original music, but it all kind of seems to fold back in some way to that overall sound. You know, that that Dexatines, Wes McDonald, Bohannon's sound. Um, mm-hmm. There was a band that I listened to tonight that I was I put I thought I put down on my list that I cannot remember. I'm, they're not coming to my brain, but they're also on... It's not Holiday Gunfire. A Holiday Gunfire kind of has that kind of sound to them, too, as well. You know, there's... I don't know. I just I love the Cornelius Chapel sound, and I love how they're able to branch off and be so much more different and not stereotype or pigeonhole themselves into one kind of thing. I like that too. I mean, think about Caleb uh, Cottle's Crush Coins that was put out by uh, Cornelius. That oh, record, a great is, record. That song that had Tuscaloosa on it. Yeah, that was oh. a, that was a great record. Such a good song too. What's next, beer wise? I know you're still finishing, and I changed my score on it. Did you? What'd you get? I'm gonna go up to a three and a half. Three and a half. All right, it so got I'm, better as I went. I, I got the I got the ghost in the machine off my tongue. What what did I go for on this? I think you said three and a half. Three seven five, three point seven five. Oh, you're getting picky. Just give him a four. <sighs> All right, what should we go with next? Hmm. So looking like I know you can't see because you're watching the Facebook Live or listening to us on the podcast later on. I don't know, show it to them. We've got a plethora. Okay, well, let's yeah, see. Yeah, All right, so yeah. Facebook Live. So you on the... Well, I'm going to get away from the microphone. You're probably not going to be able to... Can you Can you do it? Sure. Okay. So we're going to go and take a look at Munson Brothers. Munson and Brothers. Yep, this is what we got. The selection. Yeah, look at all this. The plethora. There is beers. a plethora of beers. beers is, is, is. Look at all these beers. So you wanted to go tiny. Look at bomb. all those beers. <laughs> Look, it's it's played in like behind us. Look, we're about to sh- show. We're about to see me showing you. Yeah, look at that. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did we just mess up the the the? Oh yeah. Now we're out the of time space time continuum. <laughs> Did we just really screw something up? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, good to know. Like when we first went on with the 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 broadcast, our first live one we've ever done. Not your first live one, right? No. Uh, when we first went on, if you are just now paying attention or just now tuning in, um, we had uh, the tornado sirens going off as oh, soon yeah. as the world soon was going crazy. Started yeah. in twenty twenty. All right, what are you going with? You going with Tiny Bomb? I think, I think let's go with something different so we can talk about different things. It's, yeah, Tiny Bomb is IPA. What if we did oh, no, it's a... Pilsner. It's a Pilsner, but yeah. It's, like, it's a starter beer. I would it's say. a starter beer. Yeah, it's we, a pool beer. We've got two IPAs now, so... Yeah, starting's over with. Yeah, you're not going to taste it. <laughs> you already done started. You ought to try the... What if, what the, if we went Porter? We've got to get up to get down. Get the Revy. Revy? How do you say that? The Revy? Revy? Yeah, Revy from uh, Parish Brewing Company. As long as it ain't empty. It's a Porter. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. As long as it's not envy, what you got against envy? I think I'm going to go. 
I tell you, if it wasn't for got to get up to get down, I don't know if I would. Because it will drink get you worse. down. <coughs> oh my god! Like that was that was like uh, it's it's still in my opinion the best porter out there, with the exception of maybe Druid City, which I had not had enough. But I like taking that half and oh. half. Are doing what Elliot says to put a little whiskey shot in the porter at Druid City. Yeah, you put you pour it over ice cream, and then pour you a little half a whiskey shot on <coughs> top of the porter and the ice cream, and then you your world is changing. Kind of like the time that I had a a fruity pebble donut. Good lord, fruity pebble donut. A fruity pebble donut had wow. fruity pebbles on top of it. Oh my goodness, it changed my life in certain <laughs> ways. And I'm not a donut dude. I'm not a sweet dude, but you know, my beer is kind of my sweets whenever I'm, you know what I mean? Whenever I'm eating dinner or whatever, I'm no, I'm not going for the sweets. I don't want the dessert. Just give me a good old hearty beer afterwards. I, I don't do I don't do sweets, period. But I, this is, this house right here was built by beer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in five. Uh, 30 seconds, maybe. <laughs> Cut the tape. <laughs> Cut it. Oh, my goodness. I got, I got my co-host. That has, not, that has not happened since I was <laughs> at least 24. I mean, good gracious. I had a mouthful of beer, and you cracked a joke that, like, I was hoping it wouldn't come out my mouth because we were Facebook living it tonight. So. I should have just let it go. But then yeah, I'd have messed up Ryan's drama, counter yeah. and everything, and it had been just, then he wouldn't want me to come back around anymore. That thing, is, that thing is thick. That's what I said, yes. So now we're trying the Reve. Say it right? Pretty sure. By uh, Parish Brewing Company, again, out of Broussard, Louisiana. Um, this, uh, Parish, I think, over the, the past three or four years has become one of my favorite breweries. I have many different favorite breweries. Um, but Parish, for what we can get in Columbus, Mississippi, where I live, I work in Tuscaloosa, but I, and I, I work in Columbus and Mississippi. For what we can get here, I think Parish has done a phenomenal job of providing very drinkable, one-off. I mean, even the ones that aren't one-offs, um, just very drinkable beers that don't taste like any other beer. Um, so I don't know if the guys from Parish ever check out our podcast or check out or the or checking out the thing, but okay, that's it. Yeah. If they do, may I submit a correction? Yes. So I believe it would be pronounced Rev, which is French for dream. There you go. Yes, I do not. And with I that, do not right there, if you haven't heard it, she said it should be Rev, which in French means dream, and with that, I give it a solid five. Let me get back into it. I've had one before. Because it's good. So now we can we can promote the Munson Brothers pine oh, glasses because I think you can actually see now, it granted, now. If you come into Munson Brothers and you get one of those pint glasses. You get a free pint. You get a free beer. So Any beer, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. We're going to roll with that. Um, it's, 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 it's a coffee <laughs> stout and it is. Um, oh, it's good. 180% coffee forward, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to want a fruity pebble mm. donut with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, i got to wait till you swallow. You. Um, 
And definitely... That's going to um, sound awful with just the recording. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's you're going to have to edit the recording and get most of the the live stream stuff out of it. Um, oh, yeah, and I might need you to help me out here, too. So just so, because you've not probably seen it uh, on the Facebook Live, we're, we got a microphone and everything. So we're doing this. It's an actual podcast that we're doing. Um, well, you know that because it's a... Porch Talk page. Yeah. So this is the point where we start to get a little bit unhinged. A little bit hazy. Yeah, hazy. 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 Perfect word. Just what note taking was a good thing, dude. And we're working our way down the list. We're here. working our way down. I have nothing else left on my list. So perfect. We're just basically talking about music now. So we want to talk about new stuff we're into. Because I think everybody needs to hear that new bully record. That new Bully record is phenomenal. Uh-oh, what you got? What you got? Oh, this is got? Easy Eyes Sound. This is my last one, then we can talk about Bully. Oh, heck yes. Plug it, because it's coming to Columbus Art Council. It's in Columbus, Mississippi. You can see it. Get your tickets. February 5th. This dude from what part of Alabama? Uh, originally Troy. Troy. Troy, Alabama. Lives in Birmingham now. One of the most soulful voices I've ever heard out of a dude that age. I think he's like, what is he, like in his late 20s or something? I think but he's, yeah, I think he's younger. Early, and he's one of those people too. Like, I always enjoyed it. He's the I, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Yes, he has been on the Porch Talk podcast before. But I was going to say, like, I love to see a musician that will just do what they have to do to get their sound out. Like Lars Ulrich playing drums. Some people may go, oh my God, but watch him play drums. He plays drums harder than any freaking drummer I've ever seen, and I love that. Watch Les Claypool play the bass guitar. Watch early James sing. He contorts his face, and he's like singing, and he's freaking just, bam, just this voice coming out of there, one of the most soulful voices. Yeah, and if I had you, to... You have to agree, yeah. The album is called uh, Singing for My Supper, and if I had to recommend a song to you, I would say just start at... Uh, track one and work your way all the way down uh, most definitely you're not going to go wrong with that record period man no and I want to say one like, song on it and to listen to his earlier stuff there's like a little some EPs and singles and stuff they're all as solid as that yeah and not to mention like uh, if, you're, if, if you're unfamiliar he was picked up by Easy Eye Sound which is Dan Arbot's label which is the Black Keys if that doesn't say enough this guy in the black keys. Okay, yeah. Like me and Lucero, really. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Did we talk enough about Taylor Hollingsworth? No. I mean, the majority of our podcasts are talking about Taylor He's Hollingsworth. He's got an honorary seat over there tonight. He does. He's here we tonight. We always talk but... about him having an honorary seat that's over there somewhere. Uh, saw him live. Saw him and Will Stewart and the uh, his world-famous band of... Uh, Taylor, I don't know if it's the first time, but he had Daniel Rain, uh, he's a keyboardist, pianist, yeah. uh, played on his set. He opened up with Man Downtown, and man, I, I really wish you would have come to that show with me. Well, I'm down for uh, uh, really wish, Cornelius Chapel visit next time you go. I'm with you. Not a show, though. Not a show. I don't care, but it's a, it's a hanging out with... No, I'm saying you're just not a show right now. Yes. No shows, but... Buckle Bunny played the Nick, mm-hmm. or has that already happened or about to happen? It happened. Yeah. See, I did that. Yeah, she did that with Will Stewart. We should have went with went to that one. You know, uh, the Nick. It's outside venue now. 
It's out in the, like they built a stage out for the parking lot. Yeah, it's outside, so it's just like Avondale, roll tide, except without the astroturf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, there's still dogs. Like you like you, if you like dogs, go. Dogs like, like puppies. Here I yeah. At the Nick, maybe. What I are mean, you talking, talking about? We're talking dogs. Out, we're talking outside, man. You can bring your dog, is what I'm saying. Oh, oh. I was like, what are they just? What do want a cat about on their wheels? You, you like dogs? <laughs> you, you like dogs? Dogs. <laughs> Yeah, Dex. You remember that film? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's Snatch. Snatch. Quality film oh, right there. No, that's like... Was that the boxer? Yeah. The, uh, Stay till the job's done. The Pikey. The Pikey. Yeah, dude, that... I want to go home and watch that movie tonight. There'll be no murdering done around here, I don't mind telling you. They introduced me to uh, The Stranglers, Golden Brown. Yeah. That song, like, during the fighting pit. Yeah. I love that track. Yeah. Dude, that is a good plug. What? Does anybody in the crowd have any questions or want to interject in. something or get us talking about something? Pull your chairs up here to the bar. We're on a bar at a at a big gigantic bar here in Munson and Brothers. So y'all come on up and let's talk a little bit about music. Like, what are you listening to right now? Like one record. Give me one record. You give me one record. You like, give me one record that you're mic, listening to right now. Is, come is, on over the here. The going to go like this. It's not or just up. stand up here and hang out with us. However you... Like, one Socially record. What's your one in. record? Um, for the last six months, I've just listened to Isbell on repeat. Hell yeah. Point, at, the, at this point, it's just, like, on a constant loop in my brain. So just the reunions record or, like, Isbell period? Um, just the reunions record because... This um, is perfect. My car is old enough to have a CD player, but just a one CD player. I don't yeah. have one of those fancy six CD players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also don't yeah. have any other hookup for uh, more recent technology, so it's me and my CDs. So yeah. it's just reunions, back to front, front to back. Yeah. All right, so Fuzzy wanted us to review that album anyway, so I think that is great. Um, okay, best track. To me, let me pull, the, let me pull okay, it up. Okay, so, so I'm going to go ahead and admit it. that I've listened to the record several times. Um but I don't know a title of any of the songs because I'm still so stuck on the freaking Nashville sound record by right. Isbell. The favorite. Let me look because I can tell you when I look. My at favorite track off that album is "It Gets Easier." That's a good one. Yeah, that's the, you know it's talking about a. It, it's his song about quitting <laughs> drinking, right? Yeah, well, that's how ironic. Uh, and then right that's behind it too. is probably uh, "Dream Sickle." Once you kind of get what it's really about and his, you know, parents breaking up and that kind of thing. Um, but my favorite also happens to be Obama's favorite, which is Be Afraid. Obama has a favorite Isbel track? Well, it was on his summer playlist. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And so I think Obama chose the right song. Well, I think like with uh, Jason Isbel and his political stance, Be Afraid, I think that, you know, it would typically be, afraid, be, it would typically be Obama's favorite song. Just, I guess, from the meaning of that song. Yeah. Is we've been testing you and you failed. And, like, the whole... It seemed like, to me, the whole... That whole song was, like, directed toward Trump. Yeah. But I also think that song's about him, too. Because... And going back to how he um, 
you know, has admitted to being an alcoholic and mm-hmm. quitting drinking. Mm-hmm. I remember before he quit drinking, when he would play shows, he self-admittedly was a dick and would yell at the So I may retract the Trump like things that. in here. Cause so, it, yeah, so it's really this seems more accurate. Because there's this lyric in there where it's like, you bark and scream at the guy who just tuned your guitar. Sounds which like... I literally saw him do at a show once. <laughs> but this was before he stopped drinking. Yes, before he got sober. And a friend of mine says, Jason Isbell is the only music artist in modern music history who has gotten better at music since he stopped drinking. Amen, sister. I, I agree there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he has actually gotten more creative by quitting substances. Yeah. Which is rare. Yeah. I mean, you, you think about it like, uh, <laughs> y'all are just in time. Ah. Are we interrupting? Not a no. Thing. Yeah. No. Come on. We're talking yeah. music. Y'all come on up here. I mean, they're live, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get a beer? Just go up there and buy one. Oh, all right. So, hold on. I'm going to Before you take, get a beer though and buy one, you have to tell us your favorite record right now. That's the rule. So, we don't we don't normally have Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. That's what I'm into right now. Give us That's give, a good one. Tell us the name of your business. Oh yeah, hi. So, um I am opening a new bookstore here in Columbus. It'll be right around the corner called Friendly City Books because this is actually the friendly city. Little known fact that will hopefully be less little known. Yeah, and you've got a lot of like Mississippi blues books, or we'll have Mississippi sure do. blues yeah. books as no, well. Yeah, no, I mean the main focus is going to be Southern writers and Mississippi writers. Um, I want to have a good music section and I want to have a good food section. But let me see this book that you were talking about earlier. We've got an online store before the um, the in person brick and mortar store opens up. So um, it's and it's bookshop.org slash shop slash friendly city books. And there are about five million books that are listed on that website, so I bet you can find Salvation on Sand Mountain there. Highly recommend it to you, man. Like I borrowed that from a friend, but I am definitely gonna get my own copy. I made a I made a post about that and um, Jennifer Varnon, she commented and she said that she had that in college, that was read material for English class, and I was like, I wish I had an English class that cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like we cool. were reading, like you know, the old, like you know, what, Shakespearean stuff and all that. And I was like, if you would have handed me this and been like, this is read material, you might have just changed my life, you know. But uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, play. No. <coughs> See, right, now yeah. business is picking up. Right at closing time. No, we got an hour. No, we got a whole hour. We can sit here and just BS for another hour. All right. No. So what's your name? Billy Lyons. Billy? Billy Lyons. All right. He gave me a Cars record. I'm a big fan he, of Billy. No, hold on. He I've gave me. I've been moving furniture all day long. I've been trying to find this uh, Fantasia record for Ryan. Yes. While I was moving furniture, I found it. I stopped by here to drop it off, and I ran into you guys, and y'all were talking about the blues, and I love <laughs> Yes, we appreciate you sticking around. And he also showed up with a crate full of records, <laughs> and he gave me Cinderella's Long Cold Winter, which Cinderella, I had a chance to spend time with, with Fred Curry and Tom Kiefer, and phenomenal guys when they came to Tupelo many years ago. So that, they definitely one of my, this is one of my favorite records from the, 
the uh, 80s. And I appreciate I would it, brother. Like to ask y'all, though, and this is not modern, but. No, I don't have to be, man. R.L. Burnside. R.L. Burnside Ooh. is my favorite. Thank God. My favorite oh, my blues God. singer. He and Johnny it's Shines. Raw, man. It's just raw. It's almost like madness. Yes, and when he when he teamed up and started doing all of the remix stuff, yeah. when Cedric Burnside started playing drums with oh, him. Yeah. Um, man, I, it, that's uh, absolutely my favorite. And I was talking earlier, whenever I first got here, we were talking about Sharon uh, McConnell Dickerson. She cast R.L. Burnside, so she's got R.L. Burnside stories. So when that um, exhibit comes to the Columbus Arts Council in April, you got to come on by and check that out. Or you got to listen. I think maybe I'm going to try to talk Al into having her come on and do an episode of Untapped and Vinyl with us. Cause ain't got to pull my leg. Yeah, cause she's got stories on RL. RL looked at it and he goes, "You know, I don't like skinny women. Well, well, well. But you're pretty cute." <laughs> What's that? You said that there's two like blues artists that are your favorite. You said RL Burnside and Johnny Shines. Yeah, Johnny Shines. Um, there are five. There are many pictures of of Robert Johnson, but there are five. Uh, uh, photos of Robert Johnson that everybody can see for, for public consumption and in one of those pictures there are two females and Robert Johnson and Johnny Shines sitting at a table so other than the two females Johnny Shines is the only other blues man ever pictured in a, in a photo or featured in a photo with Robert Johnson Do you like R.L. Burnside's song I wish I was in heaven. Hell yeah, that whole record, man. Dude, yeah. That whole freaking yeah. record where he talks about his his uncle getting shot in Chicago yeah, and his dad yeah. got killed in Chicago and his bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Dude. That's a, that whole record. I wish I was in heaven sitting is. down. Yes. Got it's got orange cover and just got a got a chair sitting on the front cover. Yep. And that's that it. Cab. Yeah, come on in. I think <laughs> is the name of that, that record. That is. That's Fat Possum. That's Fat Possum, yes. Yeah. And one other one I was going to ask you about. It's an old Black River Motorcycle Club album. Oh, my. It's a song called Fault Line. I, I'm, I'm not. I, I think I know. Go ahead. I know. I, I, I so I'm not. I'm like. So there was a point when, when I worked with Z100.5 in Tuscaloosa back in the mid 2000s. We played Black River Motorcycle Club, and I never really dug them. Wait, but then, Z one hundred point five. They're, they're no longer it's, it's around. It's not a thing. No more. Yeah, it's it's no longer around. This back anymore. about two thousand five or so. That might have been when I heard it. Yeah, too. and so then I went to um, the Cask and Drum Music Festival in Birmingham, and Dwight Yoakam was the headliner, and all these <laughs> other bands played. But Black Rebel Motorcycle Club played, and my friend PJ and I were there, and I looked back at him, and I was like, I don't want him to fucking stop playing, man. They're so freaking good. The Howl record Howl. that was that's all it. acoustic when they were stomping their feet. Howl. That's the name of the album. That's Howl. it, man. That is a phenomenal that's blues record. Name. It really is. I want to, just for Fuzzy's sake, man, just to hop back to that. Uh, Sorry, Fuzzy. Jason Isbell record, uh, Reunions. Uh, when it came out, man, I listened to it. I guess it goes back to you just for a second, but. Uh, um, I did not like it at all. Like, I spent like the first track is I don't I don't even listen to that anymore. Like what have I done to help? It's too long and it's too repetitive and like it that was a bad start for me. 
but like as the album got moving, it, it got better and better and better. And the more I sat with the album, like it ain't no Nashville sound, like you said, but because my first impression of the record, the first, and I've listened to it once or twice, maybe all the way through. I think my first impression was it's a more mellow somber record than Nashville Sound so I was kind of looking for a little rock and I was like I'm looking for some anxiety you in you there didn't, you didn't really get it till Be Afraid and Be Afraid really is the only rocking song on the album it really is yeah uh, I like What Have I Done to Help I think it's a punchy opening my least favorite is The River because I think it's just like it's all the cliches that you think about southern music, like singing about the river and yeah, sure. the river is my savior. You know, yeah. it might as well be on, um, you know, the George Clooney movie that y'all were talking about. Oh, yeah, about. Oh Brother. Thank you, Oh Brother, where are they? Yeah, yeah it up. might as well be on that movie soundtrack. When they get baptized. <laughs> and oh, my sins are forgiven. And I think, too, for, for Fuzzy, I think, too, Whenever he put out that Nashville Sound record, there's no, on this new record, there's no, uh, if we were vampires, there's no chaos and clothes, there's no anxiety. I think he set the bar really freaking high with that record. Not that the new record doesn't, doesn't um, hold its own, and it's not, it's a great record, but it just, it, does, it to me, I'm, I'm, I'm up here. You're still up there. And he's kind of bringing me back down a hair you know maybe like it's the whole Lucero thing where he's kind of changing his life is changing and like things are yeah I mean he does he does have a daughter dedicated having a song kid there's the a big end. thing yeah about Let there's go, a big theme on that about his daughter but I would also say I mean part of it is 2020 right I mean like this, sure. I think this is the right record for 2020 you know and what's crazy is like when he finished it he didn't want to drop it yeah, like I'm that, glad there was he a, did that. There was this big press about him holding it till everything was over. And a lot of bands, like I remember when Lily Hyatt put out her new record, there was small talks about holding that back. But I mean, once again, think about Trinity Lane, and then think about the new Lily Hyatt. Did it did it hold up to Trinity Lane? To me, it didn't. I don't think it did. No, because I tried to play it on Indies Only. Couldn't find anything to play. Well, I played a song. Um, yeah, but it it did not compare to. To, for the day David Bowie died or the song Trinity Lane or <laughs> half the other record. I mean, it just... But, I mean, you know, you fall short sometimes, but you got to hope that, I mean, just like Lucero, maybe they've fallen short on this record. I've just heard one song. I can't really say that, but, I mean, who knows? I may never recover. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. We're going to have to get this covered like, up. I'm going to have to get this Lucero <laughs> L tattoo covered up. Damn it. <laughs> Turn into an E. He is for Edgar. Eric Dawkins says, Stoplight Observation dropped their new album, Orange, and it's a banger. Stoplight Observation, have you heard of them? There you go. Yeah, uh, speaking of Dawkins, man, uh, I think he told me about that album. I don't, like, tune back in, but didn't it Didn't it come back in, Eric? Like, uh, it wasn't that long ago. I want to say you told me about it. I'll check the phone, but... I haven't listened to it to be able to talk about it. I do not uh, know John, this you, record what you talk about. No, I haven't, I haven't caught that album. I know of that band, though. Uh, well, shoot. Where do we go from here? Another <laughs> beer? Perhaps? Yeah, that'll help. Yeah, that'll help. <laughs> where to now? All right, where are we going? Last one. I used to have my stash down here. Did you then? What do you but, have uh, down there? You don't want none of my stash. Oh, this 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 refrigerator was full of PBR last night. Oh Lord, Jesus! <laughs> Let me teach you something about the craft beer, boy. Well, I mean, we've been doing this for 
14 episodes now. <laughs> yeah. And you drinking PBR. Come on. <laughs> don't, don't hate that. If you ain't got a whole and lot now, of Now, I, I, seriously, I seriously will say, because see, I like to, I like to like buy my own six pack, get it cold. When I go to a get together, I like to try all six different beers. This guy right here will try everything you put in front of him. It would be PBR, Bud Light, uh, Bud Light Lime, uh, Get Up to Get Down. I ain't picky. He'll drink anything you <laughs> You give me an old dose. Like, yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> I'm it. Tastes like beer to me. Uh, where do you want to go, man? What are these uh, these two new uh, Lazy Magnolias you have on the top of the cooler? Yes. This one's a Gosa. This one's a Raya, uh, Double IPA. Oh, that's Timber Beast. Yeah. Timber Beast is not that. Yeah, we've done Timber Beast Have before you had on the bad show. Captain yet? Yeah, bad Captain's good. It's salty. It's salt. Yeah. <laughs> it, it literally tastes like drinking ocean water. Yeah. It's a Gosa though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not a fruit flavored Gosa. So we did the ice box one time, and I hated it. Yes. So <laughs> like we probably don't need to go. We probably yeah we probably don't even need to go Gosa. Um, let's let's just let's take it to the nth degree and let's just do two hearted. I don't think we've ever done two hearted on the show. What? Two two hearteds. Sure you don't want miracle worker. What's that? Miracle worker. Be- miracle worker. Oh miracle. Oh, no, that. let's go miracle worker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you said beer quarter. I'm like, what the hell is beer quarter? No, man, this is this happens. See everybody watch. We gotta like do this Facebook live guys, from my so. house. Right on. Okay, so now we're going. I, I had this. Read it, uh, read it off the braille for everyone. <laughs> um, it's literally on there. I know that is super cool. They've got yeah. braille. It's uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Yellowhammer Brewing Company um, Miracle Worker. This is a, a phenomenal beer. I had. It's shit. It's nine percent. Nine point nine percent, brother. So set yourself up. You got any water in there? <laughs> it is um, <laughs> not now. Just just like <laughs> it's, yeah, a, just it's a Belgian Trappel. Lord of uh, mercy, Trappist style. That's why I was trying to, you know. Yeah, you might want to get to that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a Belgian Trappel Trappist style. Um, really cool because at one point in Tuscaloosa, I had a beer Ooh. named after me called Monk on the Radio. It was a Ooh. Belgian Blondale, um, and. I learned a lot about the Trappist monks. The Trappist monks over in Belgium, they will um, start up breweries within their monasteries to basically keep their monasteries going. That's how they pay for it is to do these beers. Um, so in turn, I think they, they created a, a you know a Belgian-style beers that... Um, I'm looking at the description, and you're literally nailing it. Am I? <laughs> Inspired by Trappist brewing tradition, this golden Belgian-style trifle displays Trapel, a, yeah. Listen, displays. I got you. Go, yeah, go. A floral and spicy aroma, European pilsner. So I mean, yeah, you was all over it. I was like, and well, kindness is a language. And so read it. Read it to me with your finger. Okay, it's probably just this miracle worker dude. <laughs> So, so the like when Monk on the Radio became a beer, how Monk on the Radio became a beer, Jeremiah, who at the, t- at the time owned Band of Brothers Brewing Company, I'm sorry, uh, yes, Band of Brothers Brewing Company, he talked me into trying Chimay, the blue beers. So I paid $21 for four beers, and I took them home, and I texted him after I had the first one. I said, dude, I don't like this beer at all. And he says, well, 
because we had had a previous conversation where I said I would love to taste a beer with cracked peppercorn because cracked peppercorn is my favorite flavor and smell. I love cracked peppercorn. So he was like, well, I'm going to make a, he, in his mind said, I'm going to make a beer that Monk likes. So he comes up with what he called, and I looked at the recipe on his phone. It was called, we've talked about this before on a podcast, but I'm explaining to everybody in the crowd tonight. He had a beer called Hand Job. <laughs> and so I was reading all the ingredients and then right below hand job it said monk on the radio because he was doing this for me and I looked at it and How'd it you had crack, cracked peppercorn you know I mean I did not like I told him I said look man I've been monk on the radio on social media for however long so let's why don't you just call it monk on the radio and so he did and that's how monk on the radio became a thing and, and my only kind of uh insight or inclusion into it was the fact that there was cracked peppercorn and cracked um, coriander in the end of the boil which is hence hand job because he hand ground two pounds of each or one pound of each his hand job yeah yeah, there you go so I don't know just but I've I've learned to love Belgian style beers since Monk on the Radio yeah and as as far as print work for the show I think we've we've run its course uh I don't know. Uh, I was listening to 911. If you're local here to Columbus, I would highly recommend you tuning over. That's at Starkville's College Station that comes out of Mississippi State. You can listen in at lunch. They'll have the World Cafe. But today, I did hear uh, if any of y'all are familiar with Kaleo. Yes. Uh, they have a new Way single. Way down now. Way down we go. That's Way right. down we go, yeah. Uh, they dropped a new single today, and it, it's phenomenal. Uh, their first entire first album was more blues oriented. I would say this single is more. Uh, country oriented. Have you heard the track where he sings in Icelandic? Yes. Love yeah, it's called uh, Voragoska. Oh, Check that out. That's dope. Sorry, I have a question. At what age are you too old to listen to college radio? Because I pretty much just listened to the Mississippi State radio station. So, so that, that's I, a great I, question. In, in my opinion, I don't, I don't, in my opinion, so. it all depends on whether you're still willing to listen to it and find something cool on it. It's a choice. So, it, it, yeah. But yeah. These young kids make good choices sometimes. Like the other day, someone was playing tonight, tonight by the Smashing Pumpkins. Well, and I and I was like at where I was going, and I was like, I gotta let the tonight, song tonight, because 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 yeah. I used to perfect. Here I am. I used to work at WMSV in Starkville, and I'm pretty sure they do things the same way. They've got a basically you pick from categories what songs you're gonna play. So. It's so it's it's not holding. just random. There's yeah, a lot of hand holding. Yes, um, like at the but good hand holding. It but, said but the it station like sounds great. I'm not listening to the station at all, Because I don't hear Kaleo anywhere else. Well, y'all used to play it on 1017. We played now. way down. We go, but we never. I don't. I, we may be playing the new song. I don't. I couldn't say. I work on Saturdays and Sundays. So <laughs> when I try when I try to listen to 1017 in Starkville, it picks up somewhere further west in Mississippi. Oh, yeah. and it's a rap station. I was like, I always want to record it a little bit and send it to you. Like, look at 1017. Y'all doing rap now. Look, what happened yeah. to y'all? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this ain't what a hip hop yeah. station. Yeah, y'all ain't alternative. Eric, you what? What's that? Yeah, it's live. It's live. Yes, yeah, we're live. We're Facebook live. We're, we're, we're so, live here. We're whatever live you there. were talking about. We're live there. What? We're live right there. <laughs> yeah. I, well, before y'all leave, I, I've got papers for y'all to sign. <laughs> 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 if, if you don't mind. Okay. 
I just, I just need permission uh, for everything that was said. Like, I'm not going to use it in kind of any negative way. It's just things that were said. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> she was totally freaking out over there, too. I was like, all right, I guess. All right, we're going to have to pause the revolution. We're going to, all right, we're pause going to, the revolution? We're, we're going to move the revolution down to the tavern. We're going, we're going to re-talk talks. Everything you just heard was false. We're moving on. <laughs> This is going to be the toughest episode you've ever edited for oh, yeah. for online air. Well, Facebook Live, hopefully it's been fun. Getting an just put it up there. Yeah, just... <laughs> you get what you get, people. You're going to like it. No, I've got to throw some music in there every now and then. But, uh, I don't know. I, I guess we're ready to close out. I, don't know I guess we're ready to close out. So, Robert Johnson was taught by Ike Zimmerman. Um... Cornelius Chapel is a great freaking label. This house um, was built by beer. That's it. Munson and Brothers in Columbus. Munsonandbrothers.com. Check them out. They're doing a great job and right now. And Taylor Hollingsworth for life. Oh, I like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do the H. Do the H. Do the H somehow. How do you make it? Come here, come here, come here, come here. Put your two fingers there. Taylor Hollingsworth. No, up straight. Dude, I'm H. over it. Dude, H. Like that. that. Do that. Oh. Taylor Hollingsworth. <laughs> Look at that. Boom, for Look life. That. Look at that. Right here. We're done. There you have it. An untapped and vinyl life. Thank y'all so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever podcast app it is that you listen to on. And tell you, buddy. Tell your pal, tell your sister, tell your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your mama, your daddy. Tell them. You're all I got. I can only reach so many. Thank you. In advance. So, we're going to walk this thing on out the door with Diamonds in the Dark by David Newbode. Put out a phenomenal record. It's called Sin and Redemption. Check that out. We're out of here. One, two. Amen.